gosh, it's Angie. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> well, if I walk into a coffee shop, I'd be like, I'd be like Angie, yay. And then I'd give you a big hug. We or, did that yesterday. Oh, we did. I ran into you and you were like, what in the world? That was on a whim. I wasn't planning on going. Hence the whole, well, sometimes I walk around a hot mess anyway. <laughs> but no, I dropped my car off to get fixed somewhere. And I had my daughter with me and we were just going to take a nice stroll. And we went in for coffee. And then my husband came to meet us. Yeah, I, I it was walk home. It wasn't that one I wasn't expecting. I saw right. you, but I wasn't expecting your husband to be close behind. And anyway, hey, welcome to everybody. Yes. All of our friends that are hanging out with us and enjoying this time of nothingness. Yes. All together. Yes, we're here. I'm here. It's been a morning for you, I understand. How do you keep your mind mentally clear to just keep going when things try to jump in front of you? You're a busy woman. Some days are busier than others, but this morning I woke up to a big beep. Beep, beep. At like 6.15 in the morning, my husband and some of his buddies a couple weeks ago chopped down, I don't know, a huge tree. Massive, I don't know yes. what kind it is. I should know, but oh, it's... Oh, red ash. Oh, okay. I remember that. So Wasn't it's a it tree. Ash? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's made of wood. I mean, like yes. that's kind of where I'm at. And so he's been working at trying to get it to a sawmill. Yeah. And you connected us with somebody you know who has a sawmill in Marysville. Yeah. And one of my husband's dreams is to build farm tables, which he has built for me in our house. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I want a bigger one. So now we're going to be in the process of doing is that. Is that tree bigger than your current table? Are you kidding me? Width-wise? I mean, you had nothing sitting next to the pictures that you showed me, so I wasn't really sure. Oh, yes, my friend. Big this stuff. This is, oh, yes. Yeah. So speaking of table, I know that you and your husband, you dabble just very nonchalantly and not so full on, but you do a little bit of catering for friends. Oh, my stars. We don't dabble in catering. We enjoy you enjoy hosting stuff. I don't want to say entertaining because when you think of entertaining, or at least I do, I think of showy and Hollywood yeah. and this, whatever. We enjoy, and I don't want to use the word fellowship and we're all about fellowship, but we enjoy hospitality. Just there enjoy. Yes. And that's biblical. Entertaining's not. Although he, yes. God has made some people as entertainers and it's fun and comical. So anyway. So hospitality. <laughs> hospitality is your thing. You've done it for friends and things like that. Not, not official business. No, not official business. Although I will tell you, I got a call a couple weeks ago from my, my niece who lives over in Piqua. They have friends who are getting married and because of whatever's going on, their venue kind of mm. canceled, but they still want to get married. So they're actually going to be getting married at my sister's house. So my sister's been frantic getting all the landscaping done. So they called Brian and I to cater, host, oversee the food no, nice. for the wedding, but we can't do it. Oh, I wanted to. That's a bummer. I know. Brian I'd be had like to crock work. pots for everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> or fish sticks. No, or I'm you, just kidding. <laughs> go, you go to um, GFS and you get all that stuff that's, you know, you just heat it. <laughs> that's, yeah. There's a whole mix of stuff, but we do. I mean, I, for Christmas, Brian, one year got me a, a chafer. Chafing dish? Thank you. Oh, yes. Can you, you're the one that does catering. <laughs> we work, we, yes, we work well together in regards to he cooks. And you organize. And I organize yes. and I set up and our kids can be a part of it. Mm -hmm. But no. He's a really fantastic cook. He I really needs to do I would say thank this. you, but I have nothing to do with it. And, and I love that he loves to experiment too. Oh, he does. That he does. He made a roast the other day. It was a non-traditional roast. And what does that mean? 
Like an impossible burger? It's not real? No, but that sounds amazing. (laughs) No, but have you, like when I say roast, what do you think of? A big piece of meat. With what else? Like somebody told me that when they think of roast, they think of potatoes and and carrots. carrots. Right. Well, that wasn't. This one had, of course, onions, but there had a lot of, oh my stars, um, liquid. The liquid. <laughs> You're the not the cook. Wait a minute. Hold right. It was liquid, but it was super <laughs> yummy. And it, he had all these spices and had, you know, just minimal vegetables, but it helped with the spice. And then he was like, oh yeah, all we have to do is just put it over rice. And it was, it was just amazing. And it was super wow. simple. And I made the salad. I do salads well. I do veggie trays well. I do Because it doesn't involve well. cooking. No, but it's all about the display. Yes, you do display them Why nicely. Why are we talking about this? Because I heard this term the other day and okay. I needed to run it by you. It really did have a method to my madness. Okay, all right. I see what's going on here. All right. So I heard about this on a on a podcast. They were talking about it and they were talking about it like it was something that everybody knows what that is. Oh, cool. What? And I'm going, I've never in my life heard that. I'm sure you have, but I'm interested to know. Okay. It's called a charcuterie board. Charcuterie? Char- charcuterie. 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 It's not spelled that way. <laughs> I, I couldn't spell it, but I know how to say it because, yes, we make those as charcuterie. well. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. I do explain because they're talking about this. Like I said, like everybody should know what a charcuterie board is. I looked it up. I spelled it S-H. That's not how it's spelled. I can show you pictures of I've got ones pictures? we've done. No, ones I've done. Ones oh. we've done. Yes. So tell me what makes a charcuterie board. You do. No, but I mean... Why? Literally, it is just a mix of different types of meats and different types of cheeses and any other little stuff that you want to put on there. So I've seen various... Isn't it just a basically a meat and cheese tray? Yes, but then it can be taken to the next level. I mean, it's like, beautiful. I see blackberries. I see pickles. Oh, my stars. I love pita chips, hummus, carrots, celery, olives... Uh, like I'm you really said, hungry. You're making meats. me hungrier. But when you even look at that, oh my gosh, almonds. Oh, I'm hungry too. So, <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you almonds. can do that all. And it's, it is. And again, this is where that catering, this is where I get in. I get excited because you're using food for decorating and it's pleasing to the eye and it's beautiful. And can I order one of these from you for my birthday? That would be awesome. Sure. I see dried apricots and oh, yes. little cuts of cheese and crackers oh banana absolutely chips, and then they have all the beautiful little glasses that have the I don't know sauces or whatever in there so my yes yeah, so my parents I hosted a dinner party at, at our house Brian and I did I don't want to say just me Brian and I did and he made scallops and asparagus and I'm trying to think of some other things he had done but for the appetizer I almost said growing up in Hawaii living in Hawaii <laughs> uh, and I'm wearing an aloha shirt today pineapple yes but we we learned a lot about that, and they're called a poo poo platter in Hawaii. That's oh, I've your heard appeti- of poo poo platter. Yes. So that's your appetizer. <laughs> Isn't that so, funny? I've heard of poo poo platter, but yes. not charcuterie board. Yes. All right. Can't I just call this a? Can't we just make it look like what you would put on a salad? Because I see one here that's got tomatoes and peppers and all these other vegetables. Couldn't you just do a charcuterie board that is for salads? You do it for whatever you want. That's the beauty of it. But for my for for this dinner party that we had for my parents for their fiftieth wedding anniversary, I actually did a charcuterie board on several mirrors. <gasps> it on was, mirrors, it was spectacular. Yes, it was their fiftieth wedding anniversary. And did you so take them off were, your wall because you have a, a room full of mirrors? No, I actually bought about eight trays with mirrors that were gold because it was the fiftieth wedding oh, anniversary. You're so clever. I got them for a dollar fifty. Oh my gosh! I just I knew that I'd need them. 
someday. <laughs> yeah. And Brian's okay wow. with it. Oh, it's fun. Oh, and with this tree that he is having processed at this sawmill yes. place. Anyway, <laughs> we talk like we don't know anything about it. <laughs> yes, I don't. He's he's an outdoorsman. He knows what a tree is. I'm learning, right? So um, I want him to make some tables. Well, he's going to make farm tables and some um, end tables, coffee tables, but some cutting boards. Ooh. And I will have to show you some charcuterie boards with wine bottles and how it's displayed. What? I know. Oh, I'm just going to have to have a party just for that. Seriously, it's spectacular. They're beautiful. I wonder where I'll find wine bottles. I'll have to figure that one out. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just a, such a chore to find wine bottles. Yes. Mm, yeah. I guess, uh, why do they call it our charcuterie? What is a charcuterie in the first place? It's so difficult to spell. Yeah, that one I'm this going to have to... This is one of those words to... you say into Siri and hope she knows how to spell it. Right. That one, I don't know the exact definition. I just, I have seen full tables full tables and that's all like at an event or at a like birthday a party meat and cheese tray to me yes it's basically on some level they're taking it as to just a full-on buffet of anything you want i've seen it with yeah. all kinds of sugary sweets and you take the concept and that that one to me i think and most of these are on a cutting board because you yes. have cheeses and you have different things right anyway yeah that does make I me totally hungry. i totally want one of these because i'm i love different cheeses and I love putting them on different crackers. Yes. I just love that. Yes. Super Not a thing yummy. to talk about right before lunch because I am really hungry. All right. So what are you having for lunch? I am having a salad with taco meat on it. Ooh, a taco salad. Uh, is that what they call it? Um, a taco salad. <laughs> yes. Yes. I made my own. I take lean meat mm -hmm. and I put in there some chopped up celery and some chopped up peppers and lots, I mean, lots of chili powder. And I get the good chili powder that yeah. doesn't have all the added yuck. Right. And I make that. And then I don't use the chips and stuff. So I use peppers to dip out like little spoons, yes. like little scoopers. And anyway, I've been doing that. And today I am going to have it on a bed of lettuce, like it is a taco salad, See? but I don't need the cheese. And I don't need all that stuff. I'm okay without it. It's it's amazing when you try different things that you're like, oh, wow, I never tasted that anyway. Yeah. I mean, why hide it with cheese? Right. <laughs> Although sometimes it's all about presentation, which is one thing that I appreciate about Brian. So we just celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary on Sunday, which was Father's Day, and he had to work, and that was okay. Yeah. Happy day. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. So... Ever since we'd been married, we would go out to eat various restaurants and we would sit here and we would always play this game of, ooh, what would pair well for dessert? And he always would get it. He no, still does. No, really? Oh, the, the oh my flavors. Gosh, I have no idea how to do this. We don't always eat the dessert, but to, but to pair the flavors, kind of like you would do with wine and cheese, but you're pairing the flavor of what the meal is to a light dessert or and a he's heavy good at dessert. That, huh? Oh, he's really good at that. How do you know that stuff? I mean, like, how does a person know that stuff? I think it's for some people, a God-given talent. Everybody, I think, has gifts and talents. And I can't even figure out which spices to use when I cook. <laughs> some of it's just trial and error, though. I mean, you just said you do your taco salad. You figured out what you want and what you like. Yeah, it's, it's there's no added stuff in there. Yeah. It's very super healthy. I had done the Whole30 diet uh, last year, mm -hmm. and I eat that stuff all the time because there's nothing added in there. There's no sugar and there's no, you know, artificial yuck. It's It was good. I ate it all the time. I think just taking the time to be intentional with so much of what we do. So mm. 
intentional with what we're eating, intentional with where we're spending our time, intentional with our conversation, going back to the table. Mm. We did, um, we had a business trip. I tagged along on a business trip with Brian couple years ago to, um, Oh, you were just that wife. I, yes, I was. And I did it well. Let me tell you, I had no problem sleeping when he went Can to I his conference. Can I tag along as the, the friend of the wife? Oh. And then when he had room service that was delivered, he couldn't eat it all. So I'm like, okay, I'll finish it. Oh, darn. Right. Mm. Right. No big deal. But it was in, um, it was California, Sonoma Valley. Oh yes, Sonoma I've been Valley. there. Oh. Beautiful. We've we've been to Napa Valley, and it was beautiful. But we really like Sonoma County, and the the beauty of that. And we began to go to different restaurants on vineyards, and we nice. were sitting there, and we were talking about the fact that people sit and enjoy. It's not about wine. It's not about. It's about enjoying people and conversation at the table. Yeah. Exactly. And that resonated with Brian and I. And we began to read scripture about where Jesus reclined at the table, conversations, healing, freedom. Jesus met people where they were. I mean, you even think about, I mean, this is way outside of what you're saying, but you even think about these talk shows. The ladies are all sitting around a table talking. But honestly, this is something that we have lost in our world is sitting around the table. I remember every Sunday night we had family dinner and it was always spaghetti, fried bologna, ziti. It was always the same thing. My mother cooked it. Matter of fact, when I take my friend Amy back home with me to New York to see my parents, she goes for the wine because we go to a vineyard. She loves the wine that's there. I thought for sure it was the bologna. (laughs) (laughs) It is actually because my mom fries the bologna in these big chunks. Anyway, she does it just a certain way. So my, my friend came home with me last time, Amy did, and she said to me, it's just so funny how it all happened because I was going back and I said, hey, I'm going back to see my parents. You want to go? And she was going through some tough stuff and she goes, I could really use a break. So that's how it ended up. Oh, cool. And then she had such a good time and she found this winery that she loves that now she always wants to go back with me. (laughs) But my parents love her. It's okay. So we're sitting there and she says, so Joy, to my mother, what's for dinner Sunday? And she says, well, I thought we'd just have leftovers. And she goes, really? Oh, no. And she goes, why? What do you want? And she goes, I want spaghetti dinner with fried bologna. my mother made a spaghetti dinner with fried bologna but that's when the family would come over right they would get together and and we would just connect as a family there is something about being around the table i mean even songs say come to the table exactly that's where you get fed exactly so when covid was going on one thing i said so much more than any other time was you are home with your family sit and have dinner, like recapture those things that we just don't do anymore. As I grew older and my siblings had moved out, we just didn't have family dinners anymore. And it was, I was still home, but you know, why just get three of us around a table? It's still important. I do believe. Right. We do our very best. We actually have assigned seats at the table and the kids get frustrated, but that way there's no fighting. Okay, good. So we're normal. Yeah. In that sense, Sometimes normal is not good, but in that sense, it, it's worked. But but we've been very faithful with that. And I understand about the significance of sitting at the table. And that's where conversation happens. We used like to actually go through, uh, we have this little game called Happy Highways. And it just Ooh. asks you scenarios. Okay. And it's just to start conversations. So we Ill- intentionally start started conversations with our kids. Like if you see a friend who's being bullied, what would you do? 
Okay. And it just starts a conversation. There was never any right or wrong answers, but it gave us an opportunity to speak into the lives of our kids. You should try it with your kids. We've been at other people's homes that they have cards in the middle of their table for that. One of the fun games that we like to play, and I don't know how the kids do it, but it's the word game and somebody or the sentence or whatever, but you say one word, then the next person says a word and it builds this story. I mean, we've done that with stories where we just give a line. Yes. So it's that, but we do it with words. So we were doing that the other day. Yeah. It gets kind of out of hand and crazy. It makes no sense. But I would play that like I do with Scrabble. Makeup stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) probably. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hey, listen, it takes a lot more creativity to make up a word and use it in a sentence than it does to just think of a word. I'm telling you, you never played Scrabble until you've cheated like I do. So my girlfriend's coming in from California, random thought. Okay. And her and her family, I kid you not, are Scrabble. I don't even know what the word is. Um, Fans. What's bigger than a fan? Fanatic. Yes. Scrabble fanatic. All day long Scrabble competitions, tournaments, all day long. Really? Yes. When Brian and I lived in California, we had them come to the house. My parents were visiting and it was morning till night. It was intense. I don't think... There was any blood, but there was definitely sweat. There was arguing. There was the dictionary. I remember you guys talking about oh, that the dictionary. before. Yes. There's actually a Scrabble dictionary. I did learn QI is a pretty powerful word with Scrabble. I don't know what it means, but QI is a word. Okay. I use it all the time. I make up words, but they never fly. Hey, well, you got to play <laughs> with the right people and see if I was playing with you. That would be fun. You I, should play my way sometime. What? Make up your own rules? Yes. Oh, I'll no, play that way. No, not rules. <laughs> Just make up your own words. Define it and use it in a sentence. I'm just saying that's the way to go. So listen, summertime's here and uh, I've been I've been talking to different people and there's a lot more focus at going outdoors. Yes. You know, but I know that there's still people who are a little leery of traveling and I know that people are uh, maybe don't have the extra funds to do it. So give me some ideas of some fun places that you've taken your kids where, you know, it says it, it, it may not cost anything. But it's something that has built memories. Because I think no matter what we do with our kids, and I've learned this over my life with my kids, is it doesn't matter what you do. You're building memories. It doesn't matter if it costs anything or if it's anything special. Absolutely. So what have I done or am I wanting to do? Because there's just both. It's okay. Okay. So right now we are teaching them the art of landscaping at home. Well, there you go. And they're they're actually having a blast. Really? What are they doing? Mulching and pulling weeds. But it's because we're, I say we're doing it together. Really, Brian's overseeing it. And we have a dear friend that has come over and he's offered to help us. And it's just kind of a group of us. But your kids are getting so many skills. Just learning that. They are. Sure. (laughs) I mean, it's free labor too. No, but you're doing it together. It's not like you're just sending out the kids and saying, go do this. No, and we've done that before and it didn't serve us well and Mm -hmm. it didn't serve them well. And so, you know, every spring and every fall we'll go out together, you know, as a family and pick up sticks and, you know, you know, this kind of thing. But we've been in our, you know, at our house and property for five years and we're just now continuing each year, do a little bit. So we're learning more about how to take care of the property. Yes. So... We're in the process of building um, a flower garden because my youngest, Evelyn, wants to have a flower business. Oh, I think that's wonderful. It's sweet. And so she would go out and pull all the, what I would call weeds, but they're wildflowers. I used to think they were weeds, but Brian said, no, they're actually, you know, wildflowers. And are you supposed to be pulling them? 
Oh, they're on our property. Yes. Oh, it's on your yes. property. I yes, mean, yes, she yes, can. Yes. And they always bring me flowers every day and I put them in. So she said she's going to pull them out and then start selling them. And I said, oh, sweetie, that's not that's not how it works. So our <laughs> friend has been helping her um, plant flowers in a pot. Yeah. And we're getting ready actually today to use a tiller, do the whole ground thing wow. and plant a flower garden. That's beautiful. Hopefully it will be. That's the goal. <laughs> But I'm. But this is something that she's so excited about. And so we went on the walk. She was the one at the coffee shop yesterday. We went on a walk and she was like, oh, mom, look at those flowers. It looks like a pinwheel. I mean, she began to just. Wow. She, so there's something there that yeah. she that she sees. So my other daughter wants to start, Allie wants to start a dog washing business. Washing? Washing. She drove. Dog washing. Yeah. She has a whole path of where people will park, where they will sit to wait for their dogs. I mean, so their, their minds, I know their minds are continuing to be active and I don't shut it down. I don't think necessarily it will happen. No, it's just you and Brian are the exact same way. I know that. <laughs> and it's annoying, but it's beautiful at the same time, right? It's not annoying to me, but always thinking about entrepreneur, just having an entrepreneurial brain. Yes. And it just, it pours over onto your children. It I, does. Every one of them is starting a business. More or in less. In, in well, and Isabel, she has puppies. They're all sold. Our, Unbelievable. Our Bernice Mountain Dog and a poodle. Bernadoodles. Bernadoodles. Crazy. Is kind of a new thing, I guess. Beautiful. But yeah, so she's got her thing. But anyway, so all of these are memories. They really are. Being able to swim at home. Brian, last night I was gone and Brian was swimming with the girls till, I don't know, 9.30 or 10 o'clock last night, which... You know, I'm like, ha, ah, no, it's bedtime. I'm going to deal with all the grouchy this morning, which I did. But the memories of you, last grouchy. night, well, not just me, <laughs> it was the kids because they were up so late. But the memories that were made, yeah. I, I called on the phone to talk to Brian and Allie answered. She's laughing. She's like, oh my gosh, dad's on the diving board. Mom, I got to go. And I mean, it just, yes, just sweetest stuff. So really for us in the summer, we don't travel a lot because we'd rather travel in the winter and off season yeah, and get nicer weather at that point. Sure. But I know that we're going to be looking at going to the zoo here uh, soon because my friend's coming in town, but really we're playing more board games. I don't know about going anywhere, more walks going through. Mm, nice. I mean, you've got property you can walk around. Hey, and the, the, the folks that are listening will be glad to know that you're back in the chicken business. Oh my <laughs> stars. Yeah. So no longer selling eggs. That was the boy's business called best in the nest. And oh my gosh. yeah, it was so, the, yeah, it was best in the nest. So they're not selling eggs, although I miss fresh farm eggs, but they are venturing into meat chickens. And I think pretty soon they're going to be Oh, very soon. and sold. Yes, because meat chickens don't don't last very long. It's no. a very quick project. But I think it's kind of funny. I hope you don't have a rooster in there. And if you do, I hope it he doesn't get stuck with freckles. Right. No, our neighbor has a rooster. So I love hearing it, but it's nice to know it's not on my property. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Yes. Very good point. But these ones, you're not going to get so much attached to because you're not going to have them as long. I wonder if I can use the chicken on a charcuterie board. How would that work? We'll just have that as the main course. Because our chickens... We don't name them other than dinner or lunch. That's kind of what the kids have said. We had a steer that we named Chuck. Oh, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Just so we remembered the whole time that right. his name was Chuck. I remember when my nieces were little, my brother-in-law was raising pigs and we went out and named them one day and my sister had such a fit. Oh, were you devastated? I, she was like, why did you name them? And I go, I'm just doing something with the girls. And 
she was like, no, we're going to butcher them. <laughs> right. Well, we've had a lot of cats on the property over the years. And when, you know, there's a new litter of kittens, the kids started naming them some of their friends' names and some of the family's names. And Brian and I were like, oh, that's so sweet, but we're not going to name the kittens after anybody we know. Well, why not? Well, the kittens might not be around or the cats might not be around for a while. And we're not going to go around and say, you know, Kim died, you know? Oh, Wow. So that anyway, would be rough. I know, right? You still have kittens at your property? Every time I come out there, you've got kittens. A new litter. Litter for kittens yes. too? For puppies? Oh, my stars. It's been a long day. Yes. There were four. And actually on Father's Day, we had a family that came and picked up a kitten. How old are these kittens? I don't know. I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask Isabel. You always have cats. Always. Yes. We are never in short. Actually, at Christmas, we had a fresh litter. And that is funny. Anyway, at Christmas, we had a fresh litter. And somebody asked if they could have one for a white elephant gift exchange. Oh and my gosh. sure enough, the person who got it still has it, sends me pictures, loves it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. So it kind of reminds me of a movie where they wrap the cat in a box. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Anyway, oh never a dull moment. Never a dull moment for sure. Okay. So we've gone over table talk. Yes. Basically. Yes. The importance of the table. I highly recommend everybody sit down at the table. That is a good place to sit. Yeah. There's something about it. I don't know. There's something about it. But what are we going to do to help inspire our friends today to leave them with something that's going to better their lives? Well, I'll just pass the mic over to you. Hey, that makes the world a better place for you. (laughs) (laughs) So how to make the world a better place? How can I make the world a better place? How can I inspire somebody else to make the world a better place? I personally am learning right now to continue to take time for myself as a, as a mom, as a wife, I give and give and give. And I love being able to do that, but I still don't give enough time to myself to just breathe and just have kind of quality alone time. I spend time with the Lord and I get that intimacy with him. But I think reflecting on myself and my dreams and my goals and what I want to accomplish and kind of sitting down. It's full circle to other things we've talked about. Wait, do you ever hide in your house? Do you have a place where you hide? They always find me. So this game never works, but my favorite spot in the spring, well, right now it's the screened in porch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. And they know where I'm at. And you, but know, you don't have a spot where you say, when I'm in here, this is off limits all the time. If I'm working and I have certain doors shut, they know not to bother me, but that's work. Okay. And that's different. Yeah. And I know what you're asking. A lot of times I would say it's the screened in porch. Okay. And they're respectful if I'll put up, you know, my hand and they'll understand about not coming in. Brian and I will regroup in there in the mornings and kind of, you know, connect about the day if he's not working that day. But no, I don't have my own private away space. You don't hide. Mine used to be the bathroom, but they always find you in the bathroom. Hey, I was thinking this week, there's so many things that I go, wow, that's amazing. And then I forget to pass it on. You know what I mean? And I think, I think I need to just start sharpening that skill because there's plenty of things that I would like to introduce to people and say, this is really cool. Check this out. Or I found something that I love. And I guess I have something that I can, that I just learned about that I think is really super helpful. I'm ready. I did not know that you could go on Spotify and that you could type in walk or run and then beats per minute. And it gives you all the songs 
for you to be able to walk or run to. No way. I heard this from somebody else, another podcast, because I listen to podcasts. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally need that. So I put in walk and something came up and it was like 120 beats per minute. And I started walking to that and was like, oh, that's just too fast. Right. (laughs) So then I went back and I typed in walk 115 beats per minute. And that was a perfect pace for me. Oh, what a hoot. And so last night before we had our little joint call, you and I, I went out and walked 10 minutes around my neighborhood because I found this and and it was 80s music. Did you know the Bangles is at 115? Did you know this? This was awesome. No, but it doesn't surprise me because we talked before about listening to music when you clean and it's always the 80s. So that would make sense. That's true. So that's brilliant. Here's my contribution to making the world a better place. If you want to walk, you can actually type in the number. Now I started, like I said, at 115. I found that when I wasn't, okay, in, in my brain, I have to walk to the beat because I was in band and color guard and all that kind of stuff. I am just trained to walk with the beat. And I always have to have my left foot on the downbeat. It's just what happens. <laughs> right. Right. Because I was trained for so many years to do that. And I found that when I was just walking on my own and listening to music, I wasn't necessarily walking with the beat, but I found myself walking incorrectly. And my feet really hurt later. And I don't know what I was doing, but I guess I was focused too much on walking. So when I found this, I found the beat and then I realized, oh, I can relax into this a little better. And yeah, so there you go. You can type it in, walk or run and put the beats per minute. I have no idea how many beats per minute it is to run because I'm not going to run. Frankly, my knee just about died just walking. And even though walking is really good for me, afterwards, I'm like, oh, my knee is really swollen now. (laughs) Oh, I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Oh, yeah. If you can figure out how to work Spotify, you can listen to it by beats per minute. That's a different story. But I, figure out <laughs> how to do that. Yes. Thank you. Have you, have you found that uh, over this COVID thing that you've gotten better at technology because let's, we were forced to use it? Let's just say that I've been practicing the art of patience mm. because of technology. Mm. Yes. That's, that sounds like a fun topic to talk to you about next time. <laughs> I'm one of those people that I love languages. To me, software is a language. Once you learn the language of the software, you can learn the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. And it's a foreign language that I'm not. You're not good at foreign languages? Probably not. See, I'm stumped. Like, how do I say (laughs) no? Well, no, I say no. (laughs) Right. Sometimes I struggle with English. How in the world am I going to figure out a foreign language? Again, going back to gifts, there are so many people that I know that just are so fluent in several languages. I just know English and motherhood. (laughs) Motherhood. Yes. Mm, There's a language. Do you have your own little sayings that you say? I mean, I know you can hear your mother's sayings, but do you come up with your own? I think it's just happened. It's not that I come up with them. So before I had children, Brian and I were married for seven years before we had children, I there was always this thing called Aunt Nikki time. And ever since I was a child, for some reason, I would look at the clock and I love it whenever they are the same numbers. So 1111, 1212, oh. or 111, or 222, or 333, or 444, or 555. But then there was a time where I was like, I, I why isn't it changing to you know, other numbers and, and why aren't they all? So that's, I struggled with that as a kid that they all don't, you know, do that. There's not a nine 
0.99. I mean, just that kind of weird stuff. Okay, so there's where technology got started in your brain. Yes, <laughs> yes. But of course, in military time, it's all good. Uh, sure. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> exactly. And that confuses me too. But anyway, so th- a saying would have come out of that as Aunt Nikki time. So my kids, when they see that, they're constantly, oh, it's Aunt Nikki's time. Aunt because Nikki it's time. all the same number. Yeah. So my kids even say oh, it's Aunt Nikki time. And it started with all my... So that was that was always fun. Even when we got married, I wanted to get married at 3.33 and have it on our wedding invitation. And my parents were like, no way, you can't do that. I'm like, why, why not? not? It's my wedding. We're not doing that. It's 3.30. I'm like, whatever. Wow. Yeah. Therapy helped with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a saying, but I don't know if I have... you. That's a question for my kids or maybe even... Brian would hear well, stuff. Well, what do you think about what your mom has said? Because I know every once in a while you she say something says, and you go, that's my mother. She says a lot and I love her. <laughs> yeah. But what I don't think there's, I don't know. My sisters probably would have more of an opinion. So ready? How about you? What were, what are your, or what were your? Oh, a couple friends? of that stand right out to me. My mother always said, you made your bed, you sleep in it. Oh. It was a very negative one, obviously, but no, that I mean, I, well, it depends on, make I make my, bed my kids, <laughs> right. right. I make my kids make their bed. So that's not bad, but I know what you mean. <laughs> my father used to always say, today's the first day of the rest of your life. I had a lot of firsts. Oh, you know what my dad, cause we were talking about mom saying my dad's is don't do stupid. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been teaching the ladies in my small group, challenge everything. It's what mm-hmm. I taught my kids. We, we talked about this with, with, with Tori, Tori. Yeah. And yeah, challenge everything. I, I really want people to think this is the thing that I talked about last night. We had our world shaken when everything got shut down and churches all got leveled Right. as far as we are all on the same page. So a person who's not able to go to their church, they can choose to watch their own church online or if they didn't have that option any church online. I know some people went to several churches online throughout the weekend. And what it did is it made people go out and look for it for themselves. Most people. I mean, I know there's some people that are like, hey, we get a free break. We don't have to go and check that box. But my point was that we need to be exploring and finding out what people are saying. And then we need to go and bounce it off God and his word. Exactly. And, And that's the thing. It's like, why do we do what we do? I mean, we do stuff all the time in our churches. Why? Is there a reason? Well, probably because it's what we've always done. Right. But is that the right way? I think God was shaking it up. He got us out of those churches and now we have to do things differently. We have to initiate it. Right. So a lot of big things have happened. And we talked about this on our, our Bible study this week. Yeah, we have to. It's our job. It's our job to keep going. And we need to do it. I love it. I oh, I, maybe it. that's my way of making a better place. Forget the sh- the shark charcuterie. What is it? Charcuterie. Charcuterie board. Oh, please say it again. Make me laugh. <laughs> Wait, what was the word? You can't. <laughs> oh, knock it off. We're talking about you. <laughs> charcuterie. You yeah, go. forget the charcuterie board. There you go. Go out and challenge everything. Not like in their faces, but you know. Well, it's I the lo- heart motive. Why are you challenging it to exactly. create cray cray? Or to, like you said, it's rooted in God's word. That's the... I had a friend who was a pastor and he used to say, eat the chicken, spit out the bones. There you go. You can listen to anybody. There may be a nugget of truth in there, even if you don't agree with the way the person preaches. Yeah, you can listen to anybody, but you have to spit out the bones after that. That's why go back to the word of God. Again, truth is truth. Yeah, amen. That's right. Anything else? We talked a lot about tables and boards today. It's a foundation for a lot. Yes. I guess that means that we're done. 
Angie, I'd like to hear from people because I know others are emailing in. Maybe they know how to do a chartreuse. Char- oh, my stars. I say that a lot. Oh, my stars. Say it again. Chartuterie. Cooterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> Charcuterie. Charcuterie board. Yes. I'm going down the route if people would share their tradition at the table. Oh, yeah. At Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories of what happens around the table or what's what the better blessing or how did you put it? You Just the stories of your table. How yes. your table has become a blessing. Yes. Or how you use your table to, to bless your family or to bless others. I love that. Yeah. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Call now. <laughs> no. Go ahead and do that. That's a great topic. And maybe we can revisit that next week when people chime in. Yeah. I'd like that. We, we learn a lot together. And I can't get this out of my head, but truth is truth. Hey, you know what? That's truth. (laughs) Oh, my stars. All right. We're done. Happy day. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.